Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction here on Fightful.com. It is Movie Review Tuesday. Joseph, I feel like it's been five years since we yes. reviewed a movie. Yes, and after this, I wish it was six. <laughs> I wish we were in a year ahead. Uh, Jeremy, I need to apologize, don't I? Before we get started here, do I need to just get everything, all the cards on the table? I have failed us as a unit. <laughs> I have failed us as a film reviewing team. Last week which was actually four weeks ago, but was released last week due to technical difficulties. I decided that we were going to take a new path, didn't I? I said we were going to be real reviewers. Do you remember this, Jeremy? I do, I, unfortunately. I, changed I do remember brand. this. Yes, we got analytical, we got critical. <laughs> and here we are with River of Darkness, which I'm going to up front make this clear to everyone, is the worst film I've probably ever watched in my life. And I, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic. Or, like, I think you can agree with me, this is one of the worst films ever made. So... I apologize. This is my fault. It's actually my brother's fault because he found the poster and thought it was funny. And I also thought it was funny. But it is my fault, professionally speaking. So I'm sorry, Jeremy. And I'm sorry to any of our fans <laughs> that over the last three weeks decided to watch this film. I am terribly sorry. This was technically my pick. And I picked this because you alerted me to it. And I was like, oh, my God. Kurt Angle, Sid, Kevin Nash. Like, this has got to be just outrageously hilarious and bad. And then I found out Glacier was in the film. It's like, my God, like, look at this cast of TNA and WCW superstars here. Yes. And it, it wasn't it wasn't good. It was not good. By, by the way, your hair looks amazing. It's yes, very long. I'm, I think you need it cut, but it does look no. amazing. <laughs> I'm going AJ Styles after, like, a year and being like, no one has noticed about my hair. That's where I'm at, right? <laughs> Okay. That's where I'm here. I mean, it's flowing. Um, I wish I could have just covered my eyes with it today. That's what I wish when I was watching this film. Um, you know when you described this film and you was like Sid, Glacier? I did it again. I got excited again. I've already watched it and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. This is the least fun, but you couldn't give anyone those pieces at their disposal and be like, make a bad film and have a less fun product than this. Would you agree? This is the worst possible outcome. It was... It was so boring, so... Like, I, I texted you. I said, oh, my God, Glacier's in this movie. 
And then like half an hour later, I was like, that's also the pace this movie moves at. It, it is just a, a nothing, a nothing film. Absolutely nothing. It opens with this lady just sitting there and telling us about death or something. I don't know. I was yeah. checked out almost immediately. I was like, what is going on in this movie? And then we go in the past. Kurt Angle's in this film. Kurt Angle is the allegedly the star of this movie. I swear to God, this movie was shot in like three different segments. This this proves to your theory of that these movies are just remade all the time and we just don't know it. Kurt had, like, in some scenes he had a beard. In some scenes he didn't have the beard. I swear he had hair in one scene. It was it was all over the Man, place. Just all over the I place. I felt so bad for him here. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing, Kurt's one of the most talented people in the history of pro wrestling, and he's definitely the worst actor I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything about it, his first, like, his entry shot into the film, the way we meet Kurt Angle's character, he's like him trying, he's walking towards something, which is already a loss, right? But poor <laughs> Kurt, he's hobbling around. He looks so defeated and broken. And then he's trying to start delivering lines. And boy, <sighs> the things quickly fall off. My notes here, um, my first note is, I'm so sorry, Jezza, two minutes in. <laughs> two minutes, I, I was apologizing for my note. This is, okay, so this talk about is plot-wise. So, we start with this one which you mentioned. I thought this woman died 10 minutes later because I didn't pay attention to who she was. <laughs> that is not what happened. She comes back like an hour and a half later, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. no, she comes back... I mean, the movie is only at an hour and a half. She comes back like an hour later. Are you sure? Are yeah. you sure it's only an hour? <laughs> it felt like at least six hours, but That's okay, fair. I get you. Yes. Yeah, she comes back an hour later in the flashback and you realize how she's tied to everything because they're, they're going on this river to hunt the so so the, the gist of this story is that there's these zombies that are just going around town and killing people that that's pretty much yes. what it is they're coming out of the river they're killing people by the way this movie was made in 2011 why does it look like it was shot with like 1980s film roll the yeah I, I the quality is so bad <laughs> yeah it's one of them things where as soon as you start you're like oh no this is not supposed to be seen by anyone this is like <laughs> yeah. a private this is bad. Why have we done this? Um, yeah, I mean, that particularly impacts our professional wrestling pals that are the zombies in this film. <laughs> the makeup department, I feel, hindered them. How did they not even get any fun Sid moments out of this? I mean, Na Nash and Sid are literally, they're just zombies who have no lines. Like, you just yes. see their faces, and then they kill, you see them maybe twice, three times the whole film? Yeah. Like, but they're, like they're not even... He has that scene, at least, Nash, you know, where he confronts Angle. Right. So, like, mm, at least that's kind of fun, I guess. They didn't even get that with Sid. How do you not give Sid any dialogue? It's like his thing that he says things funny. Why you do? Why Sid if you're not going to let him be Sid? Um, I, I feel bad. So I feel bad for Glacier. By the way, this movie got 2.1 stars on IMDb, and I feel like that's very generous. I don't know who rated this more than... Like, somebody had to give this, like, a 5 or a 10, jokingly, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, Kurt Angle. <laughs> I feel bad for Glacier because he was, he was the best actor in this film, and he was opposite of Kurt Angle because Glacier is jealous that Angle was the sheriff, became the sheriff or whatever, and he doesn't even get the get on the poster or anything. You got Nash and Sid with their no lines and thirty seconds of screen time. Glacier's carrying this damn movie, and he can't even get it yes. on the poster. Yeah, it is important for us to know, Jeremy, that 
as much as I have just been very mean about Kurt Angle, the actual actors in this film are so bad. Yes. Like, I can't... This isn't a case of, like, them trying to bring Kurt up and him just not being able to act. He can't act, and he's surrounded by people that are equally incompetent. <laughs> the only difference is he has another profession of which he's elite at. So this is not on Kurt. I'm not blaming Kurt. There are scenes in this film that you watch and you're like, like that can't have been the best take. There's no way <laughs> that's the best version of this. There's no, there's so many of them. Do you um, think? As far as, do you ahead. think they did multiple takes? I feel no. like they were just like, uh, like we're just gonna get this movie over with. The, the scene in which um, the guys are at the bar and they're like just talking about the crimes and stuff and they're like, he the sheriff done all he's doing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly like, unwatchably bad. Like, you have to look away from the screen. Like, oh, it's, it's terrible. Um, yeah, so as far as plot, Kurt is the worst like investigator of crime in the history of the world. Would you agree with this? I don't know why the sheriff is doing this investigation is this it's like pretty big yeah. pretty big crimes going yeah on. like you know like these are these are like legit full-on murders and stuff yes. and they just got a sheriff i feel like the sheriff is just there to like keep peace in a town right not not investigate horrific murders so look the town th that's not kurt's fault this is the town's fault for trusting this man the thing. i'm with you your point is logical but Unless I'm mistaken, he spends his whole investigation just walking around with pictures of the crime and being like, what do you know? What do you know? Yeah. Just going up the field. Do you remember anything about this? Do you know what this word means? Please help me. Do you know anything about religion? Anything about spirits? Souls? Demons? Gods? He's asking devils, all the right anything. questions, Joseph. He's he knows nothing. He can't, no. he can't even answer. When the guy goes to him like, are you religious? He's like, hmm. Well, I went to church, but I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I do believe in spirits. Do you? And he's like, evil spirits. He goes, oh, evil spirits. Like, he has no clue. It's like he's an alien. What's happened? Why is he on this case? Why is he in this position? What has happened here that have led us to this point? That's the film I want to see. I want to see the prequel. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash River of Darkness 2, the prequel. That's what I want. So we're making a prequel for this film instead yes. of a sequel. Usually we do sequels. Oh man, there's no sequel to be made. <laughs> no, that's true. You need to go back in time. Okay? We're changing. Time we're changing the done. game. We're changing the yes. game here with our with our. Chad prequel. Gable is going to be our lead. As young <laughs> that's what we're doing. Who's uh, who's opposite Chad Gable? Who's playing the glacier role? Can we get the goon? I feel like we got to get the goon for this. Sure. Yeah, sure. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yes. I don't know. You are correct, by the way. Glacier is the best. Like, he's actually almost passable in this, isn't he? Yeah. He's almost like a real actor at times, which there's none of in this film. So that is impressive. <laughs> I'll give him that. The, I'm looking at the IMDb TP page. The plot keywords for this film. <laughs> Sheriff, Revenge, River, three-word title, and bad acting. <laughs> Factual. 100% true. Look, all of those are true. I'm not disputing any of them. I'm just, I just like that those are the plot keywords. So the plot of this film is just bad acting. Yes, I would agree with that. I think that is a leading theme <laughs> motif during this film. Um, so the film, once they establish what's happening, 
which isn't really a lot, right? Like you said, I mean, it is a lot when you think about it. It's a lot, but it's, it's all it's all, all over the place. It's like, oh, yeah, yes. we're doing religion. Like, why are these murders happening? Well, you got to investigate this person and why she came to town 50 million years ago and how she was religious. But then it come this other person is there, too. And then you find out at the end, a, the grandfather raped somebody. And then it goes on. Yeah. There's a lot happening in this plot. None of it makes a lick of sense. So... The idea was that um, she had lied about a rape, wasn't it? And then that had led to the three brothers being killed. Yes, I think so. But then in the end, we're supposed to believe it was a real rape. And it was her grandfather that did it. Oh. That's what I got out of it. Because, oh, did you not see this? Oh, Joseph, this was the big... This is maybe look. I could be misremembering this movie. Who knows? This was the big uh, plot here, though, because she shoots the man on the boat. They're about to hack him yeah. up and everything, right? Yeah. And she shoots him. And the, this is when I texted you. This is the greatest film of all time because it cuts to this woman, and she delivers this line so awfully, so so awful. She delivers yeah. it. She just goes, "That was my grandfather." And then it cuts to her. Smash cut. Yeah, and then it cuts to her sitting in the park again, and then uh, she's talking, and she's like, "Yeah, I killed him because he raped my mother." So I took from that that her grandfather raped her mother, and pretended it was the other three guys. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know how to comedically comment, <laughs> so I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I could be 100% wrong. Look, if you watch this right. film, if you watch this film, let me know. Could be wrong. This is what I got out of it. The final scene for me was just, like, I couldn't focus on anything but Kurt because he was, like, standing still but appeared to be off balance. He was, like, teetering as he just tried to look in both directions. Poor Kurt, man. I felt bad. Okay, so here's the deal. So we established that deaths are happening and Kurt is confused. Um, and then for about an hour, we cut between Kerr asking people about religion and actual death scenes. Yes. That's the film. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we meet people, they die, cut back to Kerr, like wandering around. Like, does anyone know anything about death? Um, at one <laughs> point he says the quote, if there's anything I believe in, it's the existence of an evil soul. This line is the only thing Kurt says that's long enough for words in the whole film. <laughs> that's true. The rest of the time, he's he's like lead guy. You know, he's um, the guy who's answering the phone for him. Are we assuming he was inserted into this film because they didn't? They knew Kurt couldn't do that degree. Them phone conversations <laughs> are like jarringly bad, but they would have been worse with Kurt. Is my assumption. I don't know. That I mean, that makes sense to me. They clearly did not trust Kurt in this film to do anything um they uh, i don't know kurt didn't kurt do like five different movies at one point like he went to t this was his whole thing for going to tna right he's like oh they're gonna let me do movies and stuff and he had to take time off of his uh tna run because he had to film these how let's let's look at this like we don't have a lot to talk about with this film folks we it, it's very bad it's it's a bad i feel like we've explained the plot we've said everything you know what you know what upsets me the most is like you look at this because you picked this film because your brother sent yes. you this poster and i saw the poster as well uh, and we were both just like this has got to be horrifically bad and it mm -hmm. was but for different reasons yeah. kurt is dressed up like a cia swat agent in this poster 
and he's got this like gigantic, you know, heavy artillery gun. And I'm thinking, like when I see this poster, I'm thinking, oh, Kurt is going to hunt these motherfuckers. Like he, like Kevin Nash said, I assume, I did assume like these guys are the killers and stuff. And Kurt is coming here to just hunt them down, blast them through people. Basically the, the They Live movie that I wanted, the distraction version. He is going to just go blasting people. Instead, Kurt is just in like uh Halloween costume, Halloween sheriff's costume. I don't know if he uses a gun once in this film. And no. he's just going around asking questions of just like, hey, what do you know? Do you know religion and stuff? Like, he yeah. is not a badass at all in this film. He's the dumbest person in this film. Yes. This poster is an outright lie. Would you agree that the character is supposed to be, like, actively simple? Or is that just Kurt's performance? I'm not even trying <laughs> to mean. Like, he seemed like they were trying to present him as being super dumb to me. I, I think I it know. was both. I, I think it was... Okay. What, what was the film? Um, I guess it was No Holds Barred. Where it's like they may have had one idea, and then once they saw how it was going, they're just like, oh, yeah, we've just got to change this whole thing and, yes. and just make it... Uh, we've just got to make him be a simple character because otherwise this ain't working. He, like, the most he does... For the most part, it's just like him walking to crime scenes and then there'll be, like, a shot of his face as he sees, the, the, like, the, the, the left scene... And he'll just be like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's all he just goes, oh, God, it's terrible. And then the most mad he gets is when um, Glacier has taken things into his own hands, hasn't he? He's, he's just, you know, he's, yes. he's out there. He's going to take them out to the brothers, the ghosts of, of these brothers. Um, and Kurt is like, what are you doing out there? That's illegal, you know? And that's it. That's Kurt's big stand. <laughs> Kurt's final stand is just being like, it's illegal to throw someone off a boat, you know. He didn't even no show his badge or anything. I, I guess they knew he was the sheriff, no. but come on now. Have some yes. authority in He it. could have done something. He should have hit someone or angle slammed yeah. someone. I don't know. Anything to do. I, I don't normally, like, grin at the wrestling move in film deal. But in this, it would have been much appreciated if Kurt did an ankle lock or something in the middle of it. <laughs> if Kurt put an ankle lock on a zombie, I'd have been all in. He did. Oh, I don't know. This is he, very he did a bunch of films by the way, during like the, the oh, T so, so we did this movie called Endgame. I don't know his role, how big they were in all these. We've got Endgame, Dylan dog, dead of night warrior warrior. Um, he actually had like a, a role, right? That was like a MMA wrestling. He was like fatal. Yeah. 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 Death mm -hmm. from above. Um, Sharknado two. That sounds like something we should review. Not cool. The last witch hunter. Like I really think Kurt had, legit how did he get cast in so many more films after this like how is that possible well, no one watched it i guess right i, don't <laughs> I know. mean that's fair but i just i would see i would see this film and just be like and if i saw kurt angle on the call sheet i'd like no just pass just no nope. the thing is i like would you describe kurt i'm not sure about this but current version of kurt that comes out now but like 10 years ago Kurt wasn't like a bad wrestling actor, right? No. Like in wrestling terms, he was fine, wasn't he? I mean, at his peak, he was amazing. Yes. But this must have been in transition to the guy that was GM a few years ago. Because <laughs> that guy was a lot do more you like think, the one we saw in this movie. Do you think Vince saw this movie and that's what, and that's the direction he gave Kurt yeah. for the GM role? <laughs> a leader with no idea what's happening. Yeah. Do you know how much better Raw would have been if it was just Kurt walking up to different wrestlers and being like, what do you think about religion? Huh? Devils? 
Damon. I feel like, look, this is the exact this is the exact role Kurt played um when he was in remember Corey Graves got those text messages? This is when it was revealed that Kurt uh Jason Jordan was Kurt's son. This is the exact role Kurt played. He's like, What do you know? What what are these text messages you've been getting? What's going on here? There's not one moment in this film which he has an answer for like anything. No. Everything is like it could be either. I don't know. Like he's told at one point, please tell me you remember what this is. It was like he can go down a river of past or a river of darkness. There was two options he could do. And he comes back like 50 minutes later and he's like, well, I looked at the past. End of dialogue. No, no more. Because he learned nothing. He just looked at it. I don't know what I meant. He goes up to like 25 old guys and he's like, do you remember these? Anyone know anything about this? He knows nothing. I have, I have no clue. I honestly think it was supposed to be one thing. And then when they heard Kurt doing his deal, it was like, okay, Kurt's now going to be dumb shit. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, I I but believe still more than what Sid and Kev get. So you know, yeah, Sid, Kevin Nash and Sid got nothing. When we do the prequel, we're we'll cast Gable. I guess we're we're gonna get the goon. We're gonna get Nash and Sid, and we're gonna utilize yes. them how they should be utilized 100%. in this film, not how they uh, were utilized, but how they should have been utilized. Because yeah, we can do so much more with Kevin Nash and Sid because they didn't get anything in this film just nothing it, honestly so that like, that is the biggest the biggest disappointment and uh i mean disappointment i had another word but it slipped my mind um that's the biggest travesty. disappointment yeah travesty there Disgrace. you go yeah there you go uh that's the biggest travesty of this whole thing you have kevin nash and sid and you're you're just like go go be a zombie and kill people don't talk just you, you get 30 seconds of screen time you just kind of you sort of make faces but it's all caked in makeup that no one can tell anyway like th- this was their big idea for them yes i don't yes. get it um there was that one the worst part is jerry is the best part of the film is kevin nash's one line which is when kurt like shoots at him or something and he's like already dead <laughs> and then kurt stabs him and he's like oh jesus he's in agony. i didn't understand that I thought he was already dead. I didn't get why a bullet. Dead people died. still have feelings. Like they, they still have. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how how that works actually. I, I don't. <laughs> never been dead and then been stabbed. No, so, not, not no. done that one. Um, no, hasn't happened. I need to tell you something else. Okay, so I've been known on this program to buy films to watch them. I did not. This was completely illegal. I want to make it clear. However, <laughs> my version of this film unfortunately was like out of sync the audio and the, and the image <laughs> so for the last hour of this film like kurt's mouth would move and then i'd hear the dialogue and i think that may have actually broken me. Like, i think i may never been the same <laughs> i feel as though my life has been changed and it may well have I, I this film being the film that happens to was not the best thing for my brain it was very hard right to, to follow along it was very tough i think not that good. i think that actually happened to me with the marine the marine one that we we reviewed i think that happened this one was fine it's this is free on amazon prime by the way if you have an amazon prime subscription you can you can watch this film that's how i watched it that's very sad um yeah that's incredible what about the scene in which the poor young tiffany is out and she gets murdered by one of like kevin nash or sid we don't know who it is and her mother calls oh man this this was tough i mean she was like screaming down the phone and then kurt's pal was just like what time did you last see her she's like 10 
I think she's dead. And he'd be like, yeah. I'll, talk to, I'll talk to Sheriff Angle about this and get back to you, sir. And he just hangs up. I, I thought he was going to be involved in the crimes. He was so bad at his like, acting role. I was convinced he was doing an insincere gimmick, but he wasn't. He just was bad. The the mother had the most emotion of anybody in this film. At least she, really she yeah, at least she was like concerned about what was going on. Everybody yeah. else is just like, yeah, people are dying and stuff, but you know, whatever, things are fine. Where's my beer? I felt like there was a yeah. lot of asking of where's my beer in this film. Yeah, because when so what was the deal? So Kurt goes in and he's like. He goes, can I have a coffee? And Glacier's like, looks at him and ignores him. And then we find out that Glacier wanted the sheriff. Yeah, job. he wanted to be the sheriff. And Kurt is like, we all know you're mad because you wanted to be sheriff. But Glacier's legitimate response in the film is just like, oh, come on. <laughs> Glacier? It. No more. Glacier is like a, a cook, right? He's wearing an apron. Like, how do you, how are you qualified to like be sheriff when you're a cook? I don't, I don't yeah. understand how that works. I don't know. By the end of the film, I was wondering if I was supposed to like Glacier and think Kurt was a fraud or if Glacier was a dick. I honestly don't know to this moment. I do not know whether I was supposed to be like, yeah, Glacier was just a bitter like loser. <laughs> but he seemed to actually be caring and listening to what was going on. Kurt was just like walking around with pictures and being like, dead bodies, what do you know? Like, I'm on Glacier's side here. Are you? Oh, Gla- I yes, on? I'm 100% on Glacier. At least he was like trying yes. to take action and stuff. Like you yes. said, Kurt's just going around. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glacier's plan was a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. But... I, look, I didn't say his action was good. I just said yes. at least he was trying something. Uh, Kurt... Yes. I mean, Kurt, Kurt is thorough, I guess. You know, he went to a lot of people, asked a lot yeah. of questions. <laughs> Look, all I'm, saying is, all I'm saying is if you're having all these murders in your town, I'm not sure the guy you want investigating it is the guy who beat out a fry cook for the sheriff position, okay? I don't think that's a good way <laughs> to investigate lit. murders. If there is no glacier, if he moves out of the town when he misses out on the sheriff role... <laughs> Honest to God, if Kurt was left this just on his own, he, this would go on for years. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of deaths would happen while Kurt was just like, I've just started reading the Bible. I'll get back to you on that one. Till then, just stay inside, okay? I think there's zombies out there. I think. But I'm going to get religious first before I decide on what I think about ghosts, ghouls, zombies, all that stuff. Just let me figure this out for myself, okay? Um, truly, it is something. The thing is, the problem is we're making this sound like it's fun now, but it yeah, isn't, is it? no. It's really no. painful. Yes. Don't watch it. It's terrible. But when you're doing a podcast, I guess there's enough insanity to be fun. But good Lord, please don't watch it. It's awful. The longest hour and 20 minutes of your life, easily. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's not fun at all. We're we're very funny. That's why we're good at We, we have our own podcast. If you're as funny as us, you can have your own podcast as well. Um, but no, if if you actually just if you think like oh they make it sound like it's just hilarious, no, it's it's an awful awful film. I I tried to watch this film. It ruined my buzz, Joseph. Like it did. Like I uh, I I I smoke before most of these films because that's the best way to enjoy them most of the time. Mm-hmm. This one, like twenty minutes into it, it was just gone. Like it was like I couldn't even I didn't even have a buzz anymore. It's just like it's just gone because of this film. Was this before or after OKC's win? You watched this film? Oh, I watched it. Um, I watched part of it. So I watched part of it <clears throat> in the in the be- middle of the day. I don't smoke while I'm working, 
So let me put that out there. Let me make that clear. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't do that. Uh, so I watched part of it then. And then after OKC's win, I might have had a victory uh, smoke. And then I, I tried watching him again, and it was it was quickly, quickly gone. Wow. Uh, on so the even rewatch. with OKC Joy on top of it, yes. still no way. No, no. Wow. And, then, and then I had to watch Raw, and I should have just stayed that way for Raw because that show was awful as well. But yeah, even with the the point god high, a, and and a, the non point god high, this film yeah. and Raw just out the window. Yeah, I would have rather switched the cast for Raw with this. Like Raw would be better than Sid, <laughs> Kevin Nash, Glacier, Angle. Yes, one hundred percent. Easily. Yeah. Imagine just being given them four guys and being like free hour show. Good luck. But what do we do there? Jeremy? What do we start with? A Kevin Nash promo about the business. A sit-down interview with Kevin Nash. Oh, we, we 100%. Look, an hour and a half of that is just Kevin Nash and Sid just interviewing yes. each other. Yeah, I don't care what yes. they talk about. Just like a Kevin Nash-Sid just like talk show. And then, then you can bring out... Glacier can squash Kurt Angle in the main event. That That's my main event. Wow. Just Glacier beating Kurt Angle. Try and get Glacier over one yeah. last time. Yeah, exactly. One last roll of the dice. <laughs> well, you got to make stars here. Kurt, he can lose. He's fine. We got to get Glacier over. When did Kurt Angle stop wrestling? When did he stop or start? Stop. Uh, WrestleMania 35 against Baron Corbin. That was only last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, man, this has been long. It's been a long time. <laughs> this has been a very long time. It feels like I haven't seen Kurt like around for, for an awful long time. Do you remember the match in which Kurt just like almost died against Drew McIntyre and was like, I will do anything to make yes. sure Drew McIntyre looks good <laughs> in order for him to do nothing for the next year. Do you remember when he did that? <laughs> yeah. God bless Kurt Angle. I want to be clear to everyone watching this. If somehow there is a Kurt Angle fan who for the, every day of the last nine years has typed it on YouTube, River of Darkness Review, <laughs> search every day for a decade almost, and they've finally found us. I want to make this clear. I am not anti-Kurt Angle and I appreciate your viewership. Unfortunately, he's very bad in this film. He's good at almost everything else, but this is... It's, it's, you can't look past it. Sometimes, Jeremy, we do the thing where it's like, yeah, they were good in this, and it's like, wrestling good, you know? But not one moment is he wrestling good in this film. No. He's offensively bad. Like, yeah. please stop talking, Kurt. Get off the screen. It's really embarrassing. They, it's that bad. Sad. They didn't even give him, like, any wrestling stuff. Like... Like you said, could we not ang- angle slam somebody? Like, just something. Yeah. Give me Kurt Angle doing a takedown or something so I can be like, oh, yeah, great great double leg. You know, high crotch single, something like that. Just give me something. Or you'd be like, yeah, Kurt, Kurt did something of use in this film. Yeah. It, just, just nothing. It is fun, though, that Kevin Nash has like all this makeup on his face <laughs> and his hair is still just like TNA Nash. <laughs> just like gray, just sort of there. A little bit uncouth, don't we? I mean, I guess that works for a zombie. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it works. I thought it was fine. Young when they died. I I thought he looked like like a White Walker from Game of Thrones. I don't know if you've seen oh. that show, but like I'm, that's I'm not, okay. Sorry. That's kind of what he looked like. He looked like with the you know gray slicked hair and everything. I thought he was Is that just what like you think a white they were going for. <laughs> I have no no. I think what they were going for was what's the budget? Here's all we can do. <laughs> I just think it's great. I imagine Dixie Carter being like, we're doing a screening for this. <laughs> Forget tonight's tapings. Settle down. River of Darkness is here. 
<laughs> I, I'm imagining like who was around in TNA in 2000. This was like the all-star roster where like every wrestler that ever made yeah. any money was in TNA. And imagine them all just settling down in the impact zone to watch this film on that <laughs> big screen. Don West in the corner shouting. He probably had left one out. I don't know. But still, Don West should have been there. Uh, what a fault that is. Glorious. <laughs> I hope this That's actually happened. I hope this yeah, actually same. happened. Uh, we will extend the invitation to Kurt Angle to come on and, and talk just about River of Darkness. A very short show. Very. <laughs> you think Kurt would just get offended? And be like, what? No, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, Kurt, did you ever discover religion? <laughs> I would definitely not bring this up to any of the people involved in it. Other than Glacier. I, I, I would say to Glacier, like, I became a fan of you via River of Darkness. You're so good at it. <laughs> Other than that, no. I would 100% talk to Kevin Nash about this film because I feel like Nash probably one. I don't know if he remembers even two in this film, but if he does, I'm sure he would just like bury it himself. He seems to be pretty self-aware of things that are bad and whatnot. I mean, maybe not always in the wrestling business, but certainly yeah. outside of the wrestling business. Um, yes. I think he would be like, oh yeah, that was a good paycheck, but that film sucked. I mean, I think he's far too intelligent to think this film is anything but like embarrassingly bad. Yes. Right? Like he's smart than that. Um, here's my plea. If you watch this show, I'm not telling you you shouldn't get Kevin Nash to do a cameo for us in which he does a full <laughs> review of River of Darkness. Because from what I can tell, he does pretty lengthy cameos. You'd have to write anything beyond Joe, Jeremy, the distraction, full review of River of Darkness in brackets please feel free to join them for a watch along sometime soon. That's my pitch. Okay. What, what, what is Kevin Nash's cameo charge here? Let's, let's look this up. Whatever it is, is too much. How <laughs> dare you? Kevin Nash is it's cameo. I don't know. What do you want me to do here? $105. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, no, it's only five ninety nine whole... to chat with him. You can just chat with Kevin Nash. How long does what the does chat mean? for? I, I have no idea. I've never used cameo in my life outside of the, the time that I sent Alexa Bliss one. Um, but <laughs> I don't know what a chat is. Isn't chatting better than just getting a video that you can't respond to? Yeah, that's what I would think. The chats must suck. They must be terrible. How does this work? Um... <laughs> just doing a tutorial cameo yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe chat. I click on chat. It says five ninety nine. Want the full cameo experience? Download our app. I don't want to do any of this. I want to chat with Kevin Nash. That's it. <laughs> well, what would be your opening? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Kev. Here we go. Oh, chat man. with celebrities. Cameo Direct is our exclusive app feature where you can chat with your favorite celebrities. Let them know you're a big fan and send them fan stickers or just say hi. This is like five nine nine per message or something. I bet that's what it is. Good lord, that sounds terrible. I, I bet that's what it is. It's like five ninety nine per message. Well, wow. Kev should up the price on that. <laughs> that's not saying anyone wants to deal with, right? Like, just, just no need. Okay. This well, is now just turned into a can <laughs> How Does Cameo yes. Work podcast? <laughs> this is just a plea now for you guys to actually, like, because I'm not doing it. I want to be clear. There will be no Kevin Nash cameos on my Joe Holbert <laughs> fund in here. No way. But... If you also have an interest in River of Darkness or enjoy our comedic stylings, you can feel free to ask him for said review. That's all I'm saying. Nothing more. Pull um, some money together. We... There's plenty of distraction yes. fans out there. Pull pull some money together. If everyone chips in a couple of dollars, you can you can make this happen for us. We don't ask for a lot. I mean, it's not crazy cameo money, right? It no. seems to be. 
do you know Big E said on the R Truth Game Show, which is a program I I'm not exaggerating here. That's I watch that show. I watch it more religiously than any other <laughs> WWE show. Yeah. And I'm not even doing a bit. I you watch should. it every time. You should. Because that Big show e said Yes, go ahead. Oh, I was say that show actually lets people have personalities and stuff. That's why I watch Very Up, fun. Up, Down, Down, because that Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's actually it's, really good programming. It's, it's very fun. And Big E said he has done 1,200 cameos. I believe it. And that is just, if you were not sold on Big E before, what are you doing now? 1,200 cameos, that's insane. Um, he's price... Maybe we should just make this a cameo show. Should we just do cameos every week? <laughs> what if the film review just becomes the fans buy us a cameo and we review said cameo <laughs> for an hour? Can we do this? Is it a thing we can do? Has this ever been done before? Is this groundbreaking? I want to know. I don't know if it's yeah. been... I've just seen, like, you know, cameo, the cameo gets posted online and stuff. But, yeah, you know what? We, we can start this. If people want to buy cameos from wrestlers, doesn't matter who it is. It can be Big E, can be Kevin Nash, can be Alexa Bliss. Spend however much you want to spend. I'm, I know there's various tiers of, of pricing and stuff. If you don't want to spend $500 on Alexa Bliss, you can spend... Who's who's probably got a cheap cameo? We're going to out uh, cheap wrestler cameos here. Glacier. I wonder if Glacier a, is on cameo, actually. Very good chance he's on there for like 20 bucks. I'm going to be honest <laughs> Very likely. Glacier. Oh, oh, the Sandman is on there for $30. Wow, that's yeah. strong. Get the strong options in. here. Uh, Fred Ottman Tugboat is there for $30 as well. Oh, that's cash. Here we go. Now we're rolling. The Glacier's not on there unless he's under Ray Lloyd. Oh, man. That'd be inside baseball. Yeah, I'm not seeing not seeing Glacier. We can get Christopher Lloyd. We Remember, we we invited him on the show to talk oh, wow. about Suburban Commando. That would be strong. He's unavailable, He's unavailable, oh, that's, so I don't know how He must much. have known. He saw it coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kurt well, Angle is on Cameo for $100, by the way. Kevin Nash is charging $5 more than Kurt Angle. <laughs> Tremendous. I mean, in fairness, Kevin Nash would definitely do a better Cameo. Yes. Right? Yeah, 100%. Kurt would do one of those ones like where he's clearly reading the message directly next to his phone. <laughs> like, it, right? like, it would be one of those days. Jeremy, would you like to know next week's film... Before we go into celebrating Ludol. No, I'm I'm looking up wrestler cameo still. Okay, sorry. Raven is fifty dollars, which is about the price he charges for interviews as well. Wow. Direct shot inside baseball, all of it in one there. That's incredible. Oh my god. I tried to interview him at uh WrestleCade and his like manager, whoever it was, is like twenty bucks. And I'm like, 
dude, I just want to interview the guy. Like, I'm not paying 20 bucks for this interview. He's like, do you know how much people charge to talk to Raven? Apparently $50. But I'm just like, nobody is talking to him. Like, so apparently nothing right now. And he's like, it'll be 20 bucks. He's like, cool, we're not doing this interview then. I'm kind of with that, though. Like, I don't want to do interviews. So I want to just pretend I can charge people. That's kind of good. <laughs> we, that's actually a good idea. I'm pro Raven. I take Raven's side on this. How that, dare that, you? That's wrong. The Godfather is 50 bucks. Buy us wrestler cameos, everybody, yes. and we'll review them. That's what we're getting at. Yes, we'll do an hour review of, of a 30 seconds cameo. Yeah. 100%. I will do this. Um, <laughs> next week's film. Yes, Jeremy. what do we have? Hang on, do we have, to, do we have to rate these films? What do we do? Oh, do we, we do. rate first? Yeah, yeah, we do have to rate oh, them. Oh, this is a zero. This is the worst film ever. It feels like forever since we've rated something. They Live was, was the last thing we reviewed, and that was like four weeks ago. This should actually be a minus, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to do that. I have my 1 to 10 scale. I sense your, well, not 1 to 10, 0 to 10 now. This is the null. <laughs> this is the floor of my scale moving forward. All right, River of Darkness. What's your rating, Joseph? Zero. No, I refuse any idea that it should be higher. I think you're going to give it like minus two and a quarter stars. I gave, I just realized this, I gave They Live minus two stars for the bit because it wasn't a wow. distraction film at all. Wow. Um, but River of, River of Darkness, it, it gets, uh, it, it gets a dud. We'll, we'll, we'll just go dud. It, it can't okay. be, it, it's, it's a far worse film than they live obviously but for distraction purposes i we got more i got more out of it because it i didn't try to take it serious or you didn't try to take it serious i've i didn't have much choice yeah i didn't have much say in that this time (laughs) i've screwed my own scale rating no one knows what my actual scale rating is but yeah uh it's it's zero stars it's a it's a dud so I think you'd agree with me that after the last few, you know, I guess the last month now, we need to steady the ship around here. Yes, we do. We need some consistency. We need some just sort of solid role players to come in and make shots and get us through these games. There has been one guy that I've been able to go to during these moments. There's been one guy I've been able to turn to and say, okay, I think he's bad enough at, be, at acting, but good enough at making terrible films that oh, I can enjoy him every I think time. I know where you're going. I'm very excited. So we are headed. 1996 as Hulk Hogan yes stars as two men an alter ego performance here in the secret agent club a 90 minute action comedy family film what yes he's one man with two like he's pretending to be someone we get two Hulk Hogan performances in one motion picture I've never heard of this film first off and so I've never seen it I thought you were going with the the Three Ninjas movie, and I no. was I was very excited. I'm even more excited. Two yes. Hulk Hogan's. Yes. Oh my disclaimer. god. Disclaimer. Big disclaimer. My brother who recommended we watch this film <laughs> also recommended we watch that film. Oh. This one is not on my hands, folks. I'm making it clear now. I tried to. <laughs> we were going to take all the glory on River of Darkness, right? I thought we'd uncovered something. Yeah. No one knew it. In fact, they did know about it. It sucked. Okay. This could be very different. But I'm making it clear early. It is not my glory nor my failure. I'm just simply picking it for the, for the concept. We need some consistent... We can trust Hogan to make us laugh with terrible acting, can't we? Yes. He's terrible at this stuff. But not in like a Kurt Angle, oh, that's kind of sad. Like, he throws himself into it <laughs> yeah. and sucks. Very different. Hulk Hogan so thinks... 
I don't know where he was. I mean, I know he's in WCW. But, like, did he still think it was actor ambition in 1996? I would think this case, this was probably filmed in, like, 94, 95. So, probably. Because the, Mr. Nanny was, like, actor ambition Hulk Hogan. And that yeah. film was tremendous. And so, if we're getting kind of the same stuff from Hulk Hogan here, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. it. The question is, is it that or is it, I need an excuse not to do my WCW dates. Here is a film. <laughs> Is it that? It, there's two different things here. But, I need mean, Flair wants they want they want me to put Flair over this time, and now don't know about no got this movie film. Got this yes. movie to film, guys. Sorry, yeah. I've got to get in character, please. I'm gonna be gone all year. I'm gonna be gone all year. Go get myself in role. But um, I'm glad that this has been uncovered, and I really hope it isn't yet another disappointment here. Because we listen, River of Dark, We may have made it sound fun. We can't continue this way, Jeremy. We no. cannot. I mean, I wanted to rebrand us after they live. <laughs> Clearly, this was not the film to start that, and now I've given in. I'm back to just terrible films that could be funny. However, we need this to hit as far as comedic value, because otherwise, boy, we, we're going to become a full re- film review podcast. You know that, right? Jeremy? We're going to go <laughs> yeah. full, like, breakdown of plots and stuff. It's very scary. Oh, we're doing full film reviews and full cameo reviews here in the next True. couple of weeks, so yes. we're, we're proving our diversity here uh, with, with what we can do on this show. True, that's exactly what we're doing here. And I want to be clear, very much consider what you do here, folks. I will be, I'll be very worried if someone sends me that they have already purchased the cameo this evening. <laughs> Please don't do that. Think think about how bad a decision it is. Mull over the fact that we spent 20 minutes discussing like the concept of cameo <laughs> five minutes ago. Think about it. Trust your instincts. Do nothing stupid. I will not take any responsibility. Any, I've made my point clear. No. Jeremy, would you like to do the same, or are you encouraging No, I'm encouraging again? this. If you want okay. to buy us a cameo, that's, buy, that's buy us a cameo, everybody. We will okay. glad, we'll review it. We'll play it on this show. <laughs> that That's going to take some, uh, I guess, some tech work for me, and I'm not a fan of that part. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll play it on the show. We'll review the cameo. And, if you look, I'm not going to tell people how to spend their money, okay? Sure. If, if that's what they yes. want to spend it on, that is their choice but I will encourage them to spend their money on it. Okay. I'm encouraging them to think twice, but as usual, the beauty of this show, we we represent both sides of the argument. (laughs) Just like last week when we were talking about the complexity of They Live. Always two sides here, Drew. You should have wore your sunglasses this week because you had them on uh, the other week, but we had no video for the They Live. No one will ever see the video of Joe wearing sunglasses the entire show. Gone forever. Yeah. Forever gone. (laughs) lost in distraction history now i have a question for you okay. i don't know how long we're into this show we're Too 43 minutes answer. in okay how close are you to securing brett brown as our <laughs> consistent <laughs> constant third host on this show that's my question um like i i'm not gonna say i have like direct contact with brett Brown. That, that'd be pretty cool i can confirm i've emailed parties to try to talk to brett brown i would imagine he's not going to come on this show as his first as his uh, we should we should the distraction should be the uh the new talk is jericho but for like nba coaches who are fired instead of wwe guys who are released come on our show just and talk about basketball talk about wrestling i don't know brett brown is a is a wrestling fan but you know come on our show and let's talk about this stuff we'll do your shoot interview for you yes uh i've even 
emailed I've emailed people though. Uh, I don't know if uh, how good our chances are, but I've emailed people. I would suggest they're pretty bad, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, my concept was a show in which Brett, I'm assuming Brett Brown has never seen wrestling, and the show is just him <laughs> learning about wrestling and speaking like very philosophically about the art form. That's all I wanted, really. And we'd just be like, "What did you think of this match between the clown and the big bald man, Brett?" And he'd be like. <laughs> What it presents is, you know, a battle of brawn, mind power, and we just sit here and nod our heads like, it's exactly right, exactly right. And then we end with one basketball question every week. Well, after like 10 years, we'll have it all figured out. Trust me. This is my concept. I'm working on it. Send this to whatever Brett Brown forum you get, because I'm making an official pitch right here. That's what I want moving forward That's i all. wish i had known your pitch before i sent these emails because yes. my email was just like hey uh i know brett is is kind of busy right now but we do a, a wrestling podcast that also talks about basketball was wondering if uh brett would have time in the coming weeks to talk to us there's something very formal like that if i would have known that i could have gone with hey don't know what brett is up to but we'd like to get him to review this match between the clown and the big bald man i think that would have gone over much better I'm just imagining Brett like talking about tag team chemistry and being like, <laughs> doing all the hand motions and oh it would be glorious. Joseph, it's Maybe a it's a, a blessing. Fan. It's Come a on. blessing to be able to wrestle right now. You just yes. go in there, you get in the ring, you don't have to worry about yes. anything else, and yep. you're just allowed to go out there and wrestle. The ring bell is your ticket to freedom, <laughs> isn't it, Jeremy? That's when you're allowed to be unleashed fully in the thing that you love most, right? Yeah. What is this? It's just a game. It's just entertainment. But we mean more than that, Jeremy. Oh, man. He's good. I miss Brett already. I already miss him. I hadn't even been I'm 24 devastated. hours. I know, but like his post-match press conference was tragic. People were literally like, what are you going to remember most, Brett? Like, fun, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, God, I said, like 10 minutes after the game. Oh, it sucks. But you, like, you're in a different place now, Jeremy. Last week, we were both in very dark areas when it came to the National Basketball Association. Yes. Now... Lights are shining, aren't they? He's starting to look brighter. CP3's hitting mid-range, staring at D'Antoni. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Things are changing. I I love Chris Paul. What what a guy Chris Paul is. Look, um, I, I still don't know if they're going to win this series. It's 2-2 right now, uh, unless people are listening to this on Wednesday night or Thursday night. It's 2-2 right now. And I don't know if we're going to win this series, I still don't fully like our chances, but I this team is just they're great. They're 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 real fun. Everything that happened in the first two games, I don't know I don't know what it was. They weren't fun. They figured it out in the last two games. Uh, at least yeah. maybe not the last two games. They figured it out in the fourth quarter of game three, and then that carried over into game four. But regardless, it's two two, and Chris Paul just he's feeling it. He's feeling it. Shea is feeling it. Schroeder is feeling it. Lou Dort locking up James Harden. Things are good. Dude, James Harden is knocking over hand sanitizers. Some of his turnovers late in game four were like legit insane. Like, you know when he tried to get like a cut in golden and just like launched into the first round? Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what? And then he got like a rebound. And just, man, it was, well, as someone that thought they were legit dangerous, D'Antoni and Harden as a combo always managed to remind me like, they're not doing anything. Man. Like they're gonna find a way to lose games, right? Like that's just what they're—they're they're weird team, weird guys. It's so—it's so funny the the discourse between like the the fan bases and stuff. Like when the Rockets were up two zero, 
Like, Rockets fans are very... I don't know how Rockets fans, like, don't learn from history. Like, Thunder yeah. fans are very... We're, we're very... Uh, we know what's coming. You know what I mean? Like, we have no optimism. Yeah. Like, we just know, like... Eat, like, the past couple of years... Like, last year with, with Paul George and everything, we knew his shoulders were screwed. We, we knew... Like, after they won game... Uh, game three and it was two to one most of the fan base is like it doesn't matter like they're 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 losing this series like they it's it does not matter after we won game three this year it was the same thing and the pressure is way less off this year but it's like it doesn't really matter like it, they're gonna lose rockets fans are like the complete opposite where they're they were up 2-0 and it wasn't even like oh we, we've won this series is like well who are we playing in the finals like who's beating this team like we don't, we're doing this with without Russ. Like people said, oh, the Thunder are gonna challenge us and stuff. We don't have Westbrook. So the Lakers, they lost the game to the Blazers. The Clippers, look what they're doing. You know, the Jazz, the Nuggets, nobody's taking them serious. Rocket, we're going to the finals easily at two zero, yeah. Joseph. And it's like, do y'all not learn from history at all? And Game Four was like peak James Harden of have like a really great first quarter. He was great. He was fantastic in the first quarter, by the way. And he was good to start the third quarter. And then by the fourth quarter, he is so gassed that he's just lost. Like, it's... James Harden is great in the ISOs when there's the threat of him driving. And then he mm-hmm. takes the step back. The fourth quarter, that threat is just gone. He's just going to stand yes. there, dribble 300 times, and then take his 30-foot jumper. And they, they all miss horribly. And it's like, this is what James Harden has done for four years now. And, like, nothing is changing. I think their fan base is that way because, like, this sounds so silly, and I understand that. I don't know if you've heard, Jeremy. Apparently, it's a make or miss league <laughs> is what I'm told. Yes. But in all seriousness, in the Rockets' case, it is actually yes. bonkers. Like, when the when their three-pointers are hitting, they look terrifying. But as soon as they get cold, they're, like, the worst basketball team you've ever seen. Like, they have no – especially about Westbrook, right? Like, Gordon's the only guy who's really driving at this point. Harden seems content – Especially, as you said, later on in the games, he's just shooting threes. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. What I will say is I'm very excited for Doris Burke to secure <laughs> her hopes for a podcast with Lou Dalt, who she loves but appeared to not know his name for much of the game. <laughs> but would just say it wrong and be like, he's the best player in the world. So what, Mark Jackson? <laughs> Amazing. Great stuff. Um, it is true. I, I've said that many times about the Rockets, about the make and miss league. Like, they are the ultimate, like, make or miss yes. team. Like when when they're fighting, because they they started the third quarter. It was tied at halftime. They started the third quarter eight for eight from three, eight for eight. Mm-hmm. And, and OKC's offense went pretty dry, and it looked just like oh my god, this is the scariest team in the world. Like yeah, nobody's yeah. beating this team. And then they proceeded to miss like twenty three straight threes, and it's just like yeah, they this team's garbage. Like they they just don't. They are who they are, and that's to their advantage and to their detriment. A lot of times. Yes. It does also feel like OKC are starting to figure out, like, with all the switches, what matchups work. Like, Sh- when Schroeder gets Covington on him, like, it's a bucket, basically. Like, Because Covington's a great team defender, great at helping and, like, directing, but he's not particularly good at guarding a guy like that one-on-one. You know, like, he's just not. Schroeder was getting to the rim. I don't know. I, I-, I honestly don't know who's going to win. This is the series we expected, though, a close series. Yeah. Right? The first two games, everyone was, like, alarmed. Um, the Adams thing remains like I don't know. I don't know what you do there. You probably would know better than me. But I I think you just you, you got to play them in shorter burst. Is basically 
just crash what the board. it is. Yeah, 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 just just crash the board. Because he is helpful. It's not that he's mm. not helpful or anything. It's just he shouldn't be playing. I think he played like 25 minutes in game four. I would even cut that down by, by three or four minutes and, and play Noel a little bit more. Play, play Baisley a little bit more and, and play Gallinari more at the five because OKC's at their best against the Rockets anyway when they're playing faster because then the Rockets, their switches don't work as well um, because Paul, Schroeder, and, and Shea, they can all get to the... Paul, not quite as much, but Paul can get to his mid-range spot whenever he wants. Um, but they, they can get to the basket and they're they're quick thinkers. They make quick decisions. Adams is... You know, he's not a playmaker. He, his offensive IQ mm-hmm. just isn't, isn't great. Um, I think Noel is actually a little bit better in that regard. Uh, but yeah, they... they they play better when they play faster and you're not playing that fast with Steven Adams. So he's just better in short, like almost, almost Boban esque of just, yeah. you know, play him 15 minutes, let him go all out and let him crash the boards and he can get you a double double in 15 minutes. So I think that's what they have to do. They probably won't do it. How as a fan do you feel when Eric Gordon takes one of those like emergency freeze from like <laughs> 10 foot behind the three point line? Because as a neutral, I am like, I can't imagine what this is like as a Rockets fan when he takes that shot with such confidence in it front rooms. <laughs> I feel, oh, wow. I, look, I have PTSD from 2016, okay? Yeah. I just assume yeah. any three taken, especially from like a good three-point shooting, I don't think the Rockets are like a good three-point shooting team, but like mm-hmm. for a team that just shoots at that high of a volume, I just feel it's going in. Like e- yes. even last night when the Rockets were super cold, I was just like, "Oh my god!" This like you just think to yourself as a fan, they just can't keep missing this much, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this is how the Rockets feel as well. It's like, all right, we've missed 25 straight. Ain't no way we're missing 26 straight. So let's let's just shoot this one. Like I feel like that's yeah. how they they feel. And like that's how I feel as a fan as well. It's just like they're not missing this one. And then sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But, hey, look, if Eric Gordon and James Harden want to keep launching 30-footers, go for it. More power to them. It's something to see, man. They're, they're a very interesting team to watch. And by interesting, I mean sometimes painful to watch. <laughs> but they are, they are. Sometimes they'll decide they're going to be a defensive team. It's like, whoa, what happened here? And often, Harden will, like, make that decision. Have You You must have seen this yes. one. Yes. Sometimes Harden will just be like, I don't really fancy it, guys. Should we just leave it this, this time? We'll just not play. And other times he's like getting involved and everyone follows that. I don't – you got any hot takes about the rest of the playoff bracket we've seen so far? Obviously, my pals have gone home. Who else has gone home? Brooklyn, right? Or what? Yeah. Who, the guys who are wearing the Brooklyn uniform, <laughs> right? Like um, Boston, Toronto. So I, when I filled my like bracket out, I had Boston in seven. Because I just like their talent, like, more, personally. Uh-huh. After watching them sweep my team, it should tell you a lot about what I think of my team, that I thought they were kind of, like, underwhelming. <laughs> they were like, they're fine. I would... The Lowry deal is big, right? I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, if if Toronto doesn't have Lowry, that's a, that's a huge miss. Like, Van Vliet's great, but you obviously, you want you want better players on the court yeah. you want as many good players on the court as you can get and lowry is like that sneaky triple double guy like he's not gonna he's not like westbrook where it's like in your face triple double and you just know mm-hmm. that's what he's gonna get and he's gonna go for it lowry can just like get it and no one really pays attention to it and, and plus yeah. he plays defense and just runs everything um i do wonder with like boston and philadelphia 
if Philadelphia, for all their flaws, they can still present some matchup problems. And I, I wonder, like, mindset as well. Like, Boston probably just figured, yeah, this team's not really, like, that much mm-hmm. of a threat. Are we really just going to wear ourselves out trying to trying to beat this team? Or can... Or do, we don't need to really show everything this series. Let's beat them with like our, our B plan and then we'll break out our A plan against Toronto. Like I always wonder how much gamesmanship goes into that stuff. And obviously the, the mental uh, mindset, the mental, the mentality that goes into that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely games in that series. I mean, honestly, definitely three and four where it was like, the six were hanging around because Boston hadn't really decided to win yet. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, we're like, okay, Tatum's going to now just, just score on every possession. That's the end. Like, it's, I agree with you. That series is very interesting. I mean, both those teams are interesting in the sense of what they'll do with um, with the Bucks, But the Bucks and the Heat is like... That's... The Heat has so much shooting, right? Yeah. And the Bucks are happy generally to let teams shoot for it. Like, that'll be something to watch. Definitely. I, I think both of those matchups are going to be great. The the West, I mean, look, the the Blazers got their one game. I think most yeah. people kind of figured they would get their one game um, just because of the, the firepower they have and everything. But anyone who had been paying attention knows that the Blazers just weren't Don't a good any team. Stops. Yeah. No stops at all. Yeah. Like, they, they, just, they just weren't a good team. Um, and so the, the Lakers will get the, the Thunder or the Rockets. I... I still like the the Lakers regardless of, of who they play, and then the maybe the Clippers. I still, you still got to think the Clippers. Can we slander Paul George? By the way, let's slander Paul George uh, because he might have a, a decent game five, and then by Thursday I won't be able to get my slander off. Right hey, now I, I can get this slander off. Paul George is like the most overrated star superstar I, I've ever seen. Uh, look, I might be a little bit. I'm not even bitter. Like we got Shea, Gallo, and 18 picks in the next next five years for Paul <laughs> George. I'm very happy with this trade. The thing with Paul George is like he nicknames himself Playoff P, which just just don't do that. Don't give yourself a nickname. And That's then tough. as bad as Playoff P, and then yeah. he proceeds to like just shit the bed in every single a big wet one, as Kobe Bryant would say, a big wet one. And like 90% of the games after he gave himself this nickname. Just awful. And it's always it's always the excuse of like, I just got to shoot better. My friend and I had a joke um, last year and even the year before. We would we would text each other all the time, just, just wish Paul George could shoot better. And this was pre-playoffs. Like pre-playoffs. Like after he would have a bad game, it was like, Paul George just needs to shoot better. Just wish Paul George to shoot better. Because he, he fell off a cliff after the All-Star break last year. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, shoulder injury, shoulder injury. And game one, he plays great. Game two, you saw him all taped up with the cyborg uh, shoulder, ice on his shoulder and stuff. It's like, oh my God. He says he's healthy. He's going to say his shoulders are fine. You see all that ice on his shoulder. He ain't fine. And then he's sucked in every single game since then. And uh, whatever. Bless Paul George. Have fun in L.A. with the Clippers yeah. where he's going to opt out after two seasons and then go somewhere else. It's alarming how often in the last two games, three <laughs> games, he has been out there with Kawhi and it's like him and Marcus Morris are effectively like doing the same thing for the Clippers and it's like, this is not what we envisioned. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know when this was whole draw, it was like, you've got those two star wings and then they'll do the rest of the stuff. And I know Morris was added later. But like, 
the fight, the close of that epic game four, and it was incredible game four, right? The closing yeah. stretch was great. And it was Kawhi and, and Luke going back and forth. And it's like, is Paul George out there? Like, I don't, like, I don't know, man. He's got to figure because I don't know what that team does. I mean, if that, I don't think they're going to go out here. I still think they're the best team as far as like lineup wise. Um, but if we were just to imagine they went out in the first round against Luca in his first playoff series without Porzingis for some of those games, I have no clue what they do at that point, right? Because oh, teams blow have it, seen the blow it field. all up, blow it all up for the rebuild for the next five years when you got no draft picks. Right? That, yeah, yeah that's what you got to do. <laughs> I don't know. I. I like, I think everyone has said all year, like, the center position for them is a little bit, like, flimsy, but Zubak's been fine. I don't Do you know, trade I don't... if... Would you trade Embiid for George? No, because I actually <laughs> like Paul George, but at this point, there is such damning evidence against him. And, like, if it was him and Simmons, he's the one who's going to be taking all the big shots. Yeah. I would rather not live in that world. When he's <laughs> I've seen enough of it now. And I like Paul George, but... I saw you were going with that, and I was very concerned immediately. I would not. <laughs> you need um, shooting, Joseph. You need shooting. Yeah. Paul George they shoots can. well, unless it's uh, in every game except past game two of the playoffs. Look, I, I'm not even going to joke face any further because there's a very good chance something this terrible happens. I'm, <laughs> I'm aware, so I'm not going to say any more. But there are some things, but for the most part, if this team actually sucks, I need to just stop, like, even thinking about how good teams are going to be. Because this team on paper to me looks at the start of the season like, man, they've got a little bit of everything. They look great. And I don't think I can exclusively blame Marcus Morris if they just come crashing out. <laughs> I don't think I can. I'd love to. I don't think I can. So right. I'm not sure. We'll see. If they crash out, I mean, they've got to take a hard look at the Paul George stuff because yes. this is not what they signed up for. They've, they've, got to, they've got to take a hard look at Doc Rivers too because, mm-hmm. I mean, look, the coach is always going to be the first guy to get blamed Kawhi is like the one guy where you're like yeah he he's fine everybody else is where you're looking at they're probably available I think they'll still end up winning this series and I I think the the Jazz are I'm still not sold on the Jazz I think this is more of the Nuggets just aren't very good and they're banged up and they just have no perimeter players who can defend and and score like like without Harris and, and Will Barton like they just they don't have any de- defenders on the perimeter. So you're left with Murray, Michael J. Porter, and mm-hmm. um or Michael Porter Jr. and and Jokic and like you ain't building no you ain't building the defense around those three guys. So I, I'm yes. not completely sold on the jazz. But it is very alarming for the Clippers. I love it. I, I hope it continues this way. I hope Luca destroys them tonight. Bless Luca. My God, the, the bitch ass white boy is killing them. Honestly, like, it's very easy to get caught up in hype. I actually feel bad for people that are still, like, cynical about Luca. Like, it's oh, time yeah. to embrace. Just have fun. This is greatness. This is great stuff. Enjoy it. Don't be the guy who's like, yeah, but maybe a little bit on the defensive end. No, just stop. Have fun. Enjoy this. Because it's... I felt like when game ended, I was like, that's a game people are going to look back on. But like, yeah. wherever he goes, they'll be like, that game, man. Because he's banged up, too. 
Yeah. Insane. He's so good. It makes me very sad. They look yes. dead in that first half. Like, they, they look completely dead yes. in that first half. And then Luca just brought Boban. him back. And then... Boban, bro. Gives him a spark. I told, <laughs> I told you Boban's the best player in the league. I don't understand how Boban yeah. just doesn't average 30 and 30 for an entire season. I do understand how he doesn't. But yes. his per 36 numbers have to be insane. Trey Burke <laughs> and him being, like, actively playable is very sad to watch. Like it's it's tough. It's difficult. Trey Burke, Burke. Brett Brown hated Trey Burke. I thought he was gonna fly him at some point. He would just pull him. I think the Sixers fans thought he was pretty good, but he never played. He liked Neto more, which is a decision to be discussed (laughs) another day that will never come. Okay, but I'm happy for all those guys. I'm with you. Let's go Mavericks. This Paul George stuff is fun to watch play out. I'm sorry to any Clippers fans, but it just is. Is I'm not sorry to any Clippers fans. This is what you guys wanted. Thanks for LA all your... way, bro. <laughs> LA way, Jeremy. We're taking it. Thanks for thanks for your draft picks. Thanks for the one season of uh, Gallinari. Thanks for the complete career of Shea Gilgis Alexander. Appreciate yeah. all of that. You're winning. Look, you're in a good spot here right now. This just hope by the time we record next, he hasn't swung. I hope that hasn't happened. Right now, this but is triumph. I'm. I'm so this this entire season. I felt very zen. Like it's been it's nice winning. Yeah, it's been very. It's been nice winning these games. I still get into the games and stuff. I realize it's this season. They weren't supposed to be here this season. Yeah. <laughs> like they were not supposed to be in this spot at all. This was supposed to be a rebuilding, almost tanking season. And I'm not worried about this at all. All I want to see is like the young guys, like Shea. Shea's been great outside of game one. Uh, Dort Dort's been he's been a complete gem. And then Baisley. Like, those three are the future, and they've already delivered some great moments in the playoffs. So they can, loo- they can lose to the Rockets. That's fine. I- I'm not worried at all. Th- this is the best I've felt about a playoff run probably the entire time I've been a Thunder fan. What an incredible way to close out the River of Darkness review. <laughs> With a truly enthusiastic and optimistic outlook. <laughs> That was great. I'm happy for you. That Which isn't good because every time I get optimistic about sports, uh, my team always loses. So that's all right. I think I think you're right to be that way right now, though. Right, yeah. not just because of the score in this series, but like overlooking the whole thing. It's gone pretty great, right? Like you can't argue with it. I'm with you. All right, folks. We'll be back on Thursday to talk more basketball. I think some wrestling stuff is happening. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. We're doing wrestling. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, we have SummerSlam to talk about payback to talk about they they did a pay-per-view and then they got another pay-per-view what is yeah i'm not doing a feature i want to make clear i'm not doing a payback feature no way next question no no nijek shana baser features no uh no 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 keith lee feature you got a lot of material on keith lee for this past month yeah i've heard but i I do not know right now and i'm not gonna try it okay keith lee bask in his uh reimagined glory as usual, I'll watch Raw 12 minutes before coming on the podcast and be like, great show, loved it. As usual, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, follow Joe on Twitter, at JoeHobert5. Again, we'll be back Thursday with a regular episode of The Distraction, which is pretty much this show. Follow me on Twitter, at JeremyLambert88. I did the NXT TakeOver post-show. Go listen to that with myself and Alex Pulowski. Uh I'm doing the Raw show every Friday. Check that out. 
if you the want. The Raw show every Friday. Oh, the SmackDown. What what show? I don't know what these shows are, <laughs> Joseph. They're all the same, That's right? Incredible. What a sell that is. The Raw show every Friday. They're, they're all the same, right? Sure. I'm the two you. hour I'm version big... of Raw on Friday. Okay. Exactly. That's the win. It's two yeah. hours, right? yeah all right everybody um we'll be back next week to review another movie and we'll be back thursday we'll talk to you then say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands up off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.